some people who are concerned about contracts with the Minneapolis Public Schools. And I'm wondering if you're addressing to yourself to that five unions of five unions of employees with the schools. They, they held a news conference the other day and they're they're saying they're losing great staff every day and all of their bargaining units. Uh, what are you saying to the union or have you made any statement to them as yet? Well, good morning, Freddie Bell. Uh, thank you for having me. Good morning, Chantel. Um, yeah, certainly the employees that we have in Minneapolis Public Schools are uh, critical to the work that we do and, and want to provide as much uh, support and value to them. Uh, the press conference they held yesterday, I think, was just a, an acknowledgement that we're in really, really difficult times. Um, you know, we, we recognize that we have a workforce shortage across all of education, um, and specifically in, in Minneapolis public schools, we've been challenged with uh, trying to maintain the, the high level of service and support uh, to our students. So as far as the communication with, with the unions, you know, recognizing that we're in negotiations um, right now with, with many of the bargaining groups, um, it's always been my priority to make sure that we have our employees working in a, a contract in their current year. So we started negotiations with several of our groups uh, well before the contract uh, timeline expired for them. Uh, we've just been unsuccessful in, in coming together. And so uh, we are in mediation with uh, our MFT um, union as well as with our Teamsters and our AFSCME and um, uh, just looking forward to having that support of a mediator to bring us closer together. And we remain committed to our employees because we know without them, uh, you know, the work doesn't get done in our schools. And so I just really want to, again, reiterate, um, these are very difficult times from a workforce uh, shortage, as well as just the challenges that we're having. You know, we thought last year was difficult with the pandemic. And looking at where we are now, just the amount of pressure that everyone's feeling to perform, uh, to make up those needs and supports that students have, it's, it's very heavy. It's very heavy for everyone, um, not only our employees, but for our students and for our families who are still trying to navigate those transitions back to in-person learning while maintaining the safety and the, um, the, the support that they need for their children. Absolutely, everyone. We're talking with Superintendent Ed Graff from Minneapolis Public Schools. We're talking about, uh, well, the holidays. Everybody's thinking holidays right now, but we're, you're thinking beyond that because enrollment season is officially underway. Yeah, we started our enrollment uh, push uh, November 20th, Saturday, November 20th. We invited many of our uh, prospective families and our current families to a virtual enrollment kickoff. Um, we did record the event. It was done virtually, like I said, and it's available on our homepage. It provides a great deal of information about our special education services, uh, early childhood services, just the varying supports that we provide for our kids, as well as step-by-step um, -step instructions as to how you can apply for um you know, the school of your choice or enrollment. And so that's going on um, currently through February 7th, so up and up through uh, the beginning of next year. And you can learn more information um, by getting on our website at mpls.k12.mn.us. And then you go to families and click on visit our schools. And we also have our schools that will be holding open houses, both in person and virtually, and making uh, video tours available. So really excited about just showcasing all the different things that we have going on this year. You know, like I said, there's a lot of, a lot of changes with uh, COVID, the pandemic, um, some work that we've done around implementing boundary changes. But some of the highlights are also we've implemented uh, fifth grade instrumental music at all of our elementary schools this year. Mm. Um, so an amazing opportunity there for our, our elementary students to expand their, their skills in the area of music. 
Um, and more directly to the north side, um, you know, we've done some work over at North High School. Um, we've offered nine advanced placement classes. We also are lifting up our jazz KBM radio station there. We've got uh, programming for, for students to learn more about the music industry. Mm-hmm. And then um, upgraded our athletic field over at North High School and um, just doing some great work and want people to, to be able to get a closer look at that. So encouraging everyone to get on our website and then uh, certainly contacting the school principal uh, to learn more information. I drive by the uh, North High uh, campus daily, and I've just watched that uh, progress over time, especially the athletic field. Winter Break Academy, that's exciting. Yes, um, we are in the, the holiday season, and of course that means we have a winter break coming up that officially starts for Minneapolis Public Schools. Um, the last day of school for December is December 17th, and then we do jump into opportunities for families. Um, we refer to it as a Winter Break Academy. So any kindergarten through eighth grade student can participate in our daytime programming that will take place at Bryn Mawr, uh, Whittier, and Northeast. And it's available from December 20th through the 22nd. And we take a short pause and then come back again on the 27th through the uh, 29th. Um, So registration forms are currently being developed right now. They'll be sent home in student backpacks. Um, Families can also uh, access our website through Minneapolis uh, Public Schools. Uh, community schools, um, and just know that these these uh, slots fill up very quickly. So, I want to encourage people to register as soon as possible. The other the other thing we're offering for Winter Break Academy for our ninth through twelfth grade students is an opportunity for students to um, pick up uh, credits that they might have missed or they might have um, not been successful in obtaining. And so, you can check with your school counselor, and that program runs from December 20th to the 22nd, and then on the 27th and 28th. So again, just trying to provide those opportunities for students and families over winter break, because we know that's a a long time for some kids to be out of school, and um, families need that support. Absolutely. Ed Graff with us this morning. Talk about the health and safety of Minneapolis Public Schools. Will you be extending uh, the holiday break uh, to uh, help enrich those minds, or will it go on as business as usual as we uh, really concern ourselves with the pandemic and also this new variant uh, that's been identified? Yeah, we. I've had some discussion with some of my colleagues across the state, and I know that a couple of districts, you know, when they set their calendar um, uh, through their, their traditional process, they did not have two full weeks at winter break. Um, we did set ours up to have two full weeks, so we were not able to make any adjustments in that regard. Um, we also have to meet the requirements with the state and the number of minutes and days for supporting our students with their learning. So fortunately, we were we were already scheduled to have two full weeks of uh, winter break. So no adjustments there, but we have you know, continued to remain committed to navigating the pandemic, keeping our students, our staff, and our families safe. Um, you know, we work on a regular basis with the Minneapolis COVID-19 regional support team, which consists of health experts from the Minneapolis Health Department. Um, and we are following all of their strategies that they recommend. And, you know, we've also encouraged and, and hosted several vaccine clinics uh, throughout the month of November after the approval of the COVID-19 vaccine for five through 11-year-olds. And so we're, we're very pleased that we had a number of people showing up for those um, and, you know, administered over 100 doses, and we'll continue to, to look at doing that um, moving forward. We are also 
um, really supporting our student athletes. You know, uh, it's really important for athletes to be able to participate in these activities. You know, uh, basketball season's coming up, and a uh, way to ensure that they can also participate in athletics and still be in school. Um, our district did adopt the requirement of the COVID-19 testing for unvaccinated student athletes. And so we have that taking place. It requires um, students to either uh, get tested or show that they've already been vaccinated. And so we're continuing all these important actions, um, really encouraging people to take, take their, um, you know, take their part in getting vaccinated. And of course, if you're not feeling well, staying home, um, and we're just grateful to the students and staff for consistently following our health and safety guidelines. As we know, this is still a challenging time and not what we anticipated we would be. Um, but we're we're continuing to do our best and, and stay healthy. When we spoke this time last year, we talked. We were hoping that we'd be through all of this. As we close uh, today, this is likely the last time we, uh, that you and I will have a chance to talk. Do you have a holiday message for the students, staff, and families before we say goodbye? Yeah, I, I just want to thank everyone for um, what has been a, an unprecedented year, you know, 2021, and um, really do appreciate all the work that our staff, from our building engineers to our, our support staff to our teachers, classroom teachers, uh, associate educators, building principals, bus drivers, culinary wellness, I mean, everyone, you know, it truly does take a, a village. And um, also want to thank the parents, you know, this has been a very difficult time for everyone because, as we mentioned, we thought we were going to be in a different place. Um, we thought we were going to be able to, you know, maybe not do things as we normally have been doing them, but we wouldn't have this added pressure of the pandemic and, and certainly uh, other challenges. So I want to wish everyone a wonderful holiday season. Um, again, thanking everyone for their support and just taking time to take care of yourself, stay healthy. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunity ahead of us and we want to be ready as the new year comes around. All right. Ed Graff, thank you so much, and happy holidays to you and your family and to the district. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thank, thank you, Freddie. All right. 23 minutes past the hour, 7 o'clock. Superintendent Ed Graff with us this morning, talking all things education.